Welcome to the very first Cavoodle-specific podcast, focusing on raising Cavoodles in particular. I'm your host, Tiana Karamayas, a Cavoodle breeder and coach with over 14 years of combined experience raising Cavoodles and working within the health, grooming and training sectors of the small animal industry. As a coach, my philosophy is simple. A Cavoodle should always complement your lifestyle, never complicate it. If you're interested in achieving this with your puppy, then this podcast is for you. Do you have a new Cavoodle or are you thinking of getting one soon? Join my email list via the link in the show notes or at tianacaramayas.com slash essentials for free access to my Cavoodle Essentials ebook, including a new Cavoodle shopping list and a socialization guide. By joining the list, you'll also receive bite-sized tips and advice about raising Cavoodles delivered straight into your inbox each week. Remember to hit the follow button to never miss an episode and also follow me on Instagram at Tiana Karamayas for more tips and advice about raising cavoodles. Hello, welcome back to episode 35 of the Cavoodle Coach podcast. My name is Tiana Karamayas and I'm your host. So in today's episode, it's week three with my litter of toy Cavoodles. So we are going to be talking about what their development is, what I am doing with them. They are getting bigger, they are slowly growing and things are only going to get more and more exciting over the next few weeks. So let's jump straight into it. So from 14 days to 21 days, the puppies are in week three of their development, and this is called the transitional period. Now, in this period, this is when the puppy's eyes open, they start to walk on very wobbly legs, and they also start to use the restroom on their own and start to find their voices. So they're making more and more little squeaks and cries, and over the next few weeks, I'll start attempting their first barks as well, but for now, it's simply just squeaks and quiet cries which is very cute Um, and during this time my job as the breeder is to make sure their whelping box is very clean so each day I clean all of the whelping mats the vet beds Um, I wipe down the whelping box and make sure they're all clean there's no there's been no accidents with them and explosive diarrhea trust me that has happened before Um, and I also make sure that mum Nessie she is doing really well so she's being fed multiple times a day triple the amount, or sorry, not triple, five times the amount that she usually eats. And I also make sure she is getting lots of massages, brushing, cuddles, and just making sure she's healthy all around. With the puppies, I still leave them with Nessie for most of the day, except for once a day when I do take them out to do some gentle body handling exercises. And this is to help get them accustomed to being handled by humans. So for these exercises, I pretty much touch uh, and gently press on each body part. So we do the ears, the tails, the paws, the faces, the bellies, the backs, the gums, making sure that they're getting used to being handled in different positions. And this is really, really helpful because this is their first experience with humans. So I make sure it's very calm, very positive, and that the puppies are very comfortable the entire time. Now, I mentioned before that the puppies are starting to go to the toilet on their own, and that means toilet training has officially begun. So when the puppies start walking and going to the toilet on their own, what I do here at River City Puppies, that's the name of my breeding um, business, is I get a patch of real grass in a tray and I place this inside the whelping box. And every day the puppies have access to this grass the entire time. 
And this is really good because it helps them learn how to negotiate the grass pad, um, which builds motor coordination skills and provides excellent mental enrichment um, and physical enrichment at this age. And it also means the puppies are beginning to form a surface preference for grass when going to the toilet. So when puppies are young, wherever they're going to the toilet, whatever surface they're going on, whether that be mats, um, puppy pads, grass, fake grass, they form a surface preference. And when you take them to your new homes, when they are between eight and 10 weeks of age, they will still have that surface preference, which is why it's very important to me that the puppies only have experience going to the grass on real grass from week three of their life. So the second they start going to the toilet on their own, Real grass is placed inside the whelping box and this significantly helps with their toilet training. Now, another really exciting part of the transitional period is that the puppies start to try um, some normal dog food. Now, I'm not just giving them biscuits. They don't have teeth. They cannot chew normal dog biscuits. But what I do is I blend up the biscuits and make it into a mushy liquid for the puppies. And I start to introduce them to this once a day for the first few days. And then I slowly increase it um, over the next few weeks to every day. And this means they are being weaned off of Nessie. Now, Nessie, she is completely just obsessed with her puppy. She adores them. And if I try and separate her from the puppies, she does throw a bit of a tantrum. So what I have to do during weaning for her is I actually put a full body suit on for her. So the puppies can't have access to her nipples, but she can still lie with them, lick them and play with them. So Nessie spends every day, all day with the puppies, even through weaning. And when I start to introduce this weaning and this food to the puppies, I also start their recall training. Now, recall is teaching the puppies to come when called. And I know it might seem crazy. Why why am I starting training with puppies when they can barely even walk? And that's the thing. At this age, puppies learn very, very quickly. So it's a really delicate and powerful period of time where I have to make sure I'm utilizing every single moment of it. So when I am placing down their bowl of food, their liquid, uh, mushy (laughs) mixture of dog food and sometimes goat's milk and water, I start to say puppy, puppy, puppy. And that creates a conditioned emotional response with the puppies. And that means that when families in the future use this recall and say that to them, the puppies, their mouths will immediately begin to, um, salivate in response to that without them even thinking. And that makes it a really powerful recall. So that's really cool that starts. And the last thing I do during this transitional period is on days 18, 19, and 20, I start conducting a brief loud noise exposure. And this might include dropping a food bowl on the ground, slamming a door, or banging a spoon on a metal pan. And this is the beginning of the desensitization process for the puppies. Um, and when the puppies first start a lot of sound, this is the beginning of their socialization period. And that's typically when they are 21 days of age. So over the next few days, that's what I'm going to be doing with the puppies. I will be starting to expose them to sounds and keeping a very close eye on them to see when they first startle. And once they do, it means their ears are officially open. And this is the really exciting part when they start acting like real little puppies. 
All right. So that's it for this episode. That is what I am doing as a breeder in week three of the puppies lives. So from days 14 to 21, I really hope you've enjoyed it and learned something new. If you have, please share it with a friend who's looking for a cavoodle. It's a really good idea for them to start to have an understanding of the impact a breeder can have with puppies at this very young age and what the benefits of a curriculum program are. If you haven't already, make sure you follow this podcast. If you are on Apple Podcasts, simply hit the plus button at the top of your screen and if you are on Spotify simply hit follow. All right don't forget to follow me on Instagram to see pictures and videos of these beautiful little puppies and I will see you in the next episode. This has been your Cavoodle coach Tiana Karamayas. See you later.